listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Meg in Dirty, and Meg talked about her medically tight vagina. This week, I sat down with Beckett Kenny, and Beckett told me about um, a confrontation he had at a dispensary and um, something something strange he saw on the train. Here's Beckett Kenny. Hey, live, laugh, love. Um, I guess I'll start from um, what happened to me last night, which isn't part of my gross story, but I feel strongly about speaking about it on the podcast. <laughs> um, I um, Okay, so I was out with my work friends um, recently, and my friend had told me she'd never smoked weed before. And it is legal in Chicago, so I, I hope that we can't get in trouble for this in, in terms of like <laughs> It's legal throughout the state. Honey? Okay. So, um, so I, I, there's this dispensary. But if you're listening in a state that it's illegal, turn off the, po- turn turn off the podcast. Turn off the podcast. Or please for, fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cover your ears and go na, 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 na for yes. a few. Um, so I like go, I'm like, well, and there's this dispensary that's like in the middle of the street fest in Chicago, which there are so many random street festivals in Chicago. And it's like, you'll just run into one like every four. Has that, mm-hmm. is that since the pandemic or has it always been like that? I think it's always been like that. Yeah. We but love- I would, maybe, you know, now that. We, we had to skip a few. They're coming back. Yeah. Double the street fest. Yeah, yeah, double the street festival. <laughs> <laughs> street fest double. Okay. Um, and uh, so I go into Sunnyside and River North, and I am going to name drop. Um, I did send, I did angrily call them today, <laughs> which I'm not that kind of girl. I really am not that kind of girl. I will, I will let people like in, in the service industry and in most industries who I'm like, your job sucks, like, Walk all over oh, me. Yeah. I will let them be so mean. You to can me. slap me around the face. One hundred percent. I, 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 Won't and be I. Twenty-five though. No, it'll be twenty. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I respect myself. My my punishment is twenty percent tip. That is. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I'm gonna get them back. Uh, but I um, we walk into the dispensary, and then ahead of me in line is this big redhead in a baseball cap who is kind of muscular but has a little bit of a belly i'm saying describing this because i'm showing the parallels (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm like oh god no not not him putting a bad name on me um and he's he's talking very loudly he's he's taller than me and bigger than me he's like he like looks like the biggest guy in there a little bit but um and he uh he like he is just saying the most like racist shit but a lot of it is like in the beginning like coded or covert in like a way that it's like okay like it's but like it feels bad you know what i mean like what was he saying he was, and unfortunately, I cannot remember all of the details. You can only remember the, the feelings that, that you had. More yeah. the feel, but a, part, a big part of it was about like housing, and he was talking about like neighborhoods in Chicago, and that's all. You'll hear a lot of coded racism when people talk about neighborhoods in Chicago. Yes. I, you know, a lot, but like it, um, this was loudly covert this was like like oh like this was like like playing hide and seek but you see the little feet under the curtain you know what i mean (laughs) like this was the and um he eventually like 
said, I think he started like saying some like either Latino or black stereotypes. Or, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but something he was making everybody uncomfortable, but something like became enough. Like, I think that he actually just said that like, well, I'm like a white guy, so I'm not going to live in like a, a bad neighborhood. Like I'm going to live in a neighborhood with like white people. And it was, and it was just very much like, it was the whatever he said. I remember it being very shocking, and um, and the security guard finally stepped in, and he was like, but and he was like, and he had the kid gloves on. He was like, um, like like hey guys, let's just like have a good time tonight and like get our weed and like go home and you know. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like okay okay real bold. Uh, it reminds me I got. I remember recently I got bullied in first grade, first grade, I believe. And no, second grade, second grade. And this girl called me egg boy. She said, I I know she said I smelt like eggs. Oh, Um, that is rough. And I remember I thought she meant you looked like an egg. (laughs) (laughs) They're both pretty bad. Yeah, no, no. Humpty Dumpty isn't Uh, a lot better. How vague it is is almost worse, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Leaving the ambiguity of like of like, how am I egg boy? (laughs) If you're like hot dog boy. What? What does that mean? Because she's going to crack me Uh, because you do crack Uh, your egg boy. No, I I think it was because I smelled like eggs. Uh, I, I, that's my current theory. Uh, but like the teacher in the class, like I asked her to say something about it. And what she did was she like drew like a picture of like a stick figure on the board. And she's like, you know, people like have hearts and they hurt. And like, it's not nice to be not nice to people. And I remember being like, what a pussy way to like address this. Like, like, could you actually do something? But she was like, did Egg Boy tell you to tell say that? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I feel like there are like a half dozen better ways she could have done that. No. <laughs> Another egg pun. Uh, <laughs> um, but he's like, he's like, let's just have a good night, guys. Like, and then he like the security guard comes over and stands kind of close to me and the guys go right back into it talking about the same thing and being super loud. And then he says something. He says faggot like in, in some I don't know what context it was, but he says faggot. And I I yell across the dispensary at this guy much bigger than me. I go, what did you just fucking say? Ooh, I have goosebumps. <laughs> and then the security guard tells me to calm down and i said you're gonna yell at me when he just said faggot and then then the security guard still does nothing and i am trying to get this guy fired (laughs) (laughs) and sunnyside and river north and what is the date of the day what's the day today uh the 19th the 19th it was on the 18th at like the (laughs) end of the night basically um anyway (laughs) um he um so then I like I'm mad at the security guard and luckily this like this like black guy who's working behind the counter he finally says to the guys like you guys need to leave like both of you need to leave and he's not a security guy he's not he's just like one of the workers behind the counter but he tells them to leave then the guys no overpriced marijuana for you sir. I know I <laughs> you'd like to you'd like to pay the 30% tax wouldn't you but you can't oh they want they're so excited they're you're so excited they're going to they you're going to have to text <laughs> Daryl whoever and <laughs> Idiot. Um, and uh he 
The security guard then finally, like, asks them to leave. Um, and then later he comes over to me and starts lecturing me, like, saying, like, like, hey, even if you're offended, we have people here who handle that. I'm like, you're the people who are supposed to handle it, and you did not handle it. That's the problem. And Did you say that? No, I didn't say oh, that. Oh, I was going to say. But then I did go up to the counter, and there were these two girls behind the counter, and they're like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's really messed up. And, like, one of them went, you know, and I, I said – very loudly so everyone could hear. I said, it just sucks when wannabe cops. <laughs> it just sucks when wannabe cops will will blame you for defending and standing up for yourself when clearly they were the problem. And there was a lot of foreshadowing leading up to that moment. Um, and then he said, have a good night to me on the way out. I was like, and I, I was like, have a good night. Like I said, I said it like as mean yeah. as I'm like, I'm like, you have a good night. Um, and and now I've decided I'm going to have to raise hell. Uh, about, not that Sunnyside is not a corrupt corporation on its own that, you know, and corporate weed is kind of shitty. But I'm <laughs> but I'm like, uh, but I also I, it just it pisses me off to be in those situations because it is it always is like in those situations where it's like uh like a big white guy or something like says or does something terrible then like a queer person or a woman or a person of color then like does something to defend themselves or to fight back and then they are the ones who you're get like, whoa the you're acting crazy here. exactly and it's We're like by weed yeah <laughs> and it's it, it, a bit emotional <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i'm like i'm like there was there were a billion indicators that, that was gonna happen and that it was coming to that point and yeah i what i think about people that like talk like that in public and say like inflammatory shit i'm like i don't even like when i'm like parking at target i'm like oh my god i'm taking too long to park somebody's waiting to i'm like i'm like so like hyper aware of everyone around me and like inconvenience or upsetting Mm -hmm. and there's people out there that are just think they like take up so much space and they think that it space the spaces for them and get the fuck out of my way 100 percent, and that's exactly the problem like it's exactly the They're problem because men. <laughs> yeah, mm, I mean, yeah women women do that too but every once in a while we do i mean yeah. we, we you know there can be anybody can take up too much space mm-hmm. I, you know i've i you know some in the past have accused me of of, of taking up <laughs> yeah. too much space of being too loud some have said you um, the, the one who cartwheels across the laugh factory <laughs> stage you are you taking up a little space? <laughs> some some have said i i do take up a little bit of space <laughs> Um, but, but and those and, people were wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and those people were whores. <laughs> and 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 they all suck and should die. And um, no, but I um, I I you know it. I'm super like self aware. I will say I slip into loudness very easily, and it's <laughs> it's it's just real. I speak from the diaphragm. Yeah. I speak from the diaphragm. Theater kid. and um, the theater kid in me. Mm. Ooh, she's strong. She's strong. <laughs> ooh, ooh, she won't stop for anything. She tap dances everywhere. She's gonna make it in New York. She's you got know what I mean? Downstairs neighbors. She's. They're banging with the broomstick. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, um, that is. That is the situation. But yeah, I, I, that, I feel the same way that it's like, I, I, I feel super paranoid about what other people think about me. But I will say that I, I like have like, I don't consider myself to be like a confrontational person most of the time. And I feel like I'm like a big apologizer. But when things come to it, I feel like I often, I'm like, I'm 
yelling right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I there is just something. Do you do you ever get that way? Um, not it. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to like get me there. I'm very non-confrontational, mm-hmm. like with strangers and with people I know but I remember one time there was this really drunk business guy on the train it was like the blue line at like midnight Mm -hmm. and so this guy is like fancy suit wasted and then there's this um a gentleman experiencing homelessness and he he wasn't like jacking off or anything his pants were just like really loose and they're like kind of falling off and this is like drunk guy the businessman starts going this is the guy that's got his dick out on the train he's like and he's like yelling at this guy going you need to put your dick away and, mm. I, and I, it, it, I it happened i was and i i think i was a little drunk too but i went i was like dude you need to shut the fuck up <laughs> like where you put your own dick <laughs> I, was like, I was like it was just so it wasn't even like i was like you know it's very much punching down and i was just like you, I was like, you are a menace on this train, sir. Yeah, one hundred. In your little f- fancy suit. Yeah, one hundred percent. Suit man, suit man's policing everybody's dick. But I know. I mean, worry it, about your own dick. It happens. It happens. Sometimes your dick's out. It just sometimes happens. it slips out. Honey, honey, <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Uh, listen, egg boy knows. Egg boy knows. Some, <laughs> some, sometimes all the king's horses and all the king's men could not keep this dick in in pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um you just said like a column where like dear egg boy <laughs> my dick keeps falling out on the train <laughs> what should i do well i've cracked the code uh, <laughs> uh yeah yeah no i um was it was it hard boiled or was it yeah. or was she scrambled was Pushed she off. <laughs> um I, I you know what's your go-to egg Oh, style. Um, well, like, it depends on what I'm eating, because oh, um, sometimes scrambled is makes the most sense. But usually, um, over easy. Over easy, mm. over easy, totally, totally, totally. I like them a little wet. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you work at or a brunch a restaurant, scramble. correct? Love a soft scramble. Or do you still? I do. Okay. Yeah. You see, I I feel like working at a brunch restaurant for a while that opened my eyes up to the egg possibilities mm-hmm. um all the exceptions really and <laughs> this is the egg I, I, <laughs> and you think as egg boy like i would um you think that i would know all the eggs all the different ways that, that an egg could, there's a lot of different ways there's no although ways. you would when, working at a brunch restaurant i'm constantly surprised by how many people do not i'll be like how'd you like your egg done and they're like uh like they like don't yeah. they'll be like well <laughs> like that's steak <laughs> Or they'll say, well, sometimes, I don't know if this is, like, a regional thing, but they'll go fried. And I go, like, over hard? What does fried mean? You see, I've mean said fried hard? before. And, and, yeah. and you see, Aren't they it, all that's, fried? Like, you know. That's so true, Bestie. <laughs> I, I, but, but I feel like on, I feel like restaurants do make that confusing because at my restaurant, <laughs> for, like, I remember even in our little aloha, um, like, <laughs> like. Um, we, we had an option to do like over easy or over hot, but, and then we also had an option to do fried egg. Really? But like, what I, but it does that mean then? I don't totally know. I know that like, I think you're right that all, all eggs are, are basically, fr- I mean, not like hard boiled or something, but like, yeah. but like over easy and stuff like they're all basically, but this one, like, I felt like the difference from what I kind of observed was it felt like, 
crispier. It felt crispier, and it felt like they they, like the part like the yolk was covered completely, or like like in like Mm. a little white container. Whereas like I feel like in most other egg situations, I feel like I but I don't know for sure what makes the fried egg, and I'm not sure that was just our restaurants. We're gonna we're gonna this is gonna this is gonna take some some research. Yeah, yeah, we're (laughs) really gonna have to crack the code on this one. Egg boy has been stumped. (laughs) Oh no. Um, yeah. (sighs) Okay, gross story. (laughs) And and now also really quickly, you're you're speaking about um the man experiencing homelessness on the train did remind me of a a kind of gross story. Um, that I experienced on the train once. And it was, I'm not judging this person, <laughs> but I am concerned for them. And uh, they, it was a packed, packed red line. It was like peak, like um, peak, like 5 p.m. Like everyone was on the red line going home from work or whatever. And there was this woman sitting on the red line and <laughs> she, <laughs> So many people were standing, but she had one seat for her and one seat just for her sandwich, but it was not a covered sandwich. <laughs> it was a loose sandwich. The bread was the bread was Wait. on the seat next to her. No. Yes. Wait, not even on like a piece of like parchment paper? No, no. No parchment paper. No aluminum foil. <laughs> no, no styrofoam. She would and she would periodically pick up the sandwich no. and take a bite. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of iconic to be honest. But I mean, I mean, but um, you'd but it, almost be better off putting it on the floor. One hundred percent. I mean, the seats on. Who knows what what well, darkness they bare bare asses are touching those seats as as we as was uh, yeah as was the <laughs> proven in the previous story. Well, and I'll the also buttocks of, <laughs> of people are right, and I mean they're fuzzy. Oh. Speaking of Botox and buttocks, this was a tweet I saw yesterday, and I don't know if this was this my transitions are <laughs> insane. Uh, in, uh, I don't know if this is. A real thing or a new thing or if I've just never seen this before but this has been going on or this is a new trend or this is misinformation but on <laughs> Twitter I some I saw a gay guy talking about potentially uh putting Botox in his butt oh that's real that's real that, I mean that's got to be real I, I don't know that it's real but I would believe that people put Botox literally anywhere. That's so true. That is so true. It was in his butthole to like have anal sex that didn't hurt. But then he's also afraid that he's going to start shitting himself. Mm-hmm. It That seems like you're, it's kind of, you're going to be walking a fine line. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> seems kind of dangerous. Seems kind of dangerous. I heard they'll, they'll stick it. They use it. Sometimes it's not um, cosmetic. They'll do like when people get like... Um, what is it? TMJ? Like TMJ. They'll stick it in your jaw. And it I've considered. Your, I've your considered jaw. getting that. I've considered getting that. Well, not uh, by considered. I mean, I've wished for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's not in the budget. Uh, I wonder how much. It, I wonder how much Botox even costs. You know, th- there are lots of different like price inflections, and I'm not sure if Botox is one of those things. Like he, uh, the thing, if you were getting a nose job. Um and Jenna, you could con- should consider it. No, no, no. <laughs> Jenna has a beautiful nose on record. Uh, no, we're um, one time a girl that just got her nose done said I had a nose that looked like I got mine done too. She had a party for it too. 
for her nose. When she when it like healed, she was like, I'm having a nose party. <laughs> <laughs> like okay okay I'm let's like, all do coke on my new nose i know <laughs> i was like i don't know what other gift to bring actually no you know she couldn't do coke because of the nose job oh that's tragic you have to you have to wait quite a while i would imagine yeah that, yeah. that does make sense um although i don't really know like what the coke would do exactly well i mean it's like seeping into your i don't really know either but she yeah she whatever. was specifically the doctor was like no no cocaine God, good after this nose job I think I think he said like ever. Whoa. Okay. I need uh, a doctor to do that to me with some some substances. Yeah. I I need. I've often thought I'm like I'm like I feel like if a doctor did tell me to never drink again, I would do it, and I kind of wish one would. You know what I mean? Oh, I wouldn't. I'd be like this this quack. <laughs> <laughs> like, where did he come up with this stuff? All right, second opinion. All right, yeah. all right, all right. We need we need uh, this doctor isn't working. The American <laughs> healthcare system is broken. <laughs> Uh, the Blue Cross Blue Shield put you up to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been after my uh, ass for years. Um, what were you talking about right before that? The, Putting Botox in your oh, asshole. Okay. Mm, we went from Botox into that. And this is not a productive. The, well, the train sandwich. The train sandwich. The train sandwich into Botox and butthole. I don't know how we got there. Uh, listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the board. Honey, honey, honey. Uh, <laughs> we are scrambled today. <laughs> but um, I, I, I think I would get Botox for TMJ. I'm, I've, okay, so I read like, and by red, I mean I watched a video. Yeah, you watched TikTok. Okay. Um, I, I saw, like, this video from, like, did you ever watch Vsauce? Have you ever seen Vsauce before? Mm-mm. He's, like, this, like, science YouTuber. Anyway, oh. um, you're not a nerd, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jock. Uh, yeah, totally. Jenna the jock. <laughs> Jenna the jock. Um, Popular jock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, who, who, what were you like in high school, Jenna? Um... I mean, I was kind of a nerd, but I went to such a small high school that, like, we didn't really have... I mean, we had, like, friend groups, but it wasn't, like, right. super, like, clicky because, like, there weren't enough of us to, yeah. like, form groups. Yeah, not, like, a cast system. Yeah, no. So, I mean, there definitely were, like, kids where I was, like, she's cool, cool girl. She's not a cool girl. Mm-hmm. But it was there... In the middle, it was pretty loose. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I was in the middle. Rock and roll, rock yeah. and roll. So we just had the, we had one girl, She we go, we're, this is our scapegoat. This is the girl. She's going to get all the bullying. We have one <laughs> popular girl. We're just going to, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I keep, I keep going on tangents and then forgetting what I was originally <laughs> going to say. So why don't I just go ahead and transition to my gross story? Which, oh, do we not, okay, hold on. Let me look if we, okay. If it's we don't have time, four. that is A-okay because I didn't. You didn't what? I didn't, I, I. I mean, I feel like we have done been in the yeah. gross for sure. Well, I was gonna read you, so I read you some stories from the audience. Oh, leave that up. Other, yes, should yes. We, okay, cool. We'll get it up. What was the story? I was gonna talk about being molested. All right, we're gonna skip over that and go to the. <laughs> you are always doing that, I'm honey, like... honey, honey. Uh, I'm always doing, that. honey. You think I won't pull it out? You're wrong. 
You were so wrong. You're so wrong. He didn't. Uh, no, no, he's, <laughs> I just told my whole family. So that, so she's fresh in the mind again. Live, laugh, love. Oh, you hadn't told your family no, before? No, 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 no. Just everyone on an East stage I've ever performed. I was going to say. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a reel. <laughs> you made a reel. <laughs> um, that's, that is genuinely like when I started doing the joke and saying, I'm like, well, we're going to have to tell people eventually because yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I want this joke to go viral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Did it what did it go well when you told them or or not well, but did was it Um, did it go well? Um, you know, I would say I would say go, it went pretty well. Um, I I, I my my there was a family event that my that the person who molested me was central to and then I didn't go to the family event, which was a big hoopla. And then I basically was like, I'm not going to go. I, I posted the next day. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go to this event when this person. And then I was like, well, basically described him molesting me. Um, and then um, and then and then I would say that basically everyone's been fairly supportive or has stopped talking to me. And, you know, it, that's obviously a complicated situation because it's like. I don't want to cause drama in my family. But in fairness, I don't know that it's drama. I, th- I think really the person causing the drama more is the person who yeah. molested me. Yeah. So I, 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 you see here, I'm the security you're, guard you're now. You're like, I'm dramatic. I'm, <laughs> I'm so dramatic. I'm so, I can't. Oh, God. And the theater girl tapping away again. Okay, okay. She's singing a song. Yeah. She's singing a song about getting molested. She's doing cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> The audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. Um, okay. In high school, I had sex with a guy named Jared at a park under a tree for five hours. Young love, am I right? <laughs> I slept at his house. He drove me home around 8 a.m. I snuck back into the house and exhaled a sigh of relief on the toilet. After looking down when I peed, I noticed something poking out. Yep. I pulled one twig and three very crunchy leaves out of my vagina. No. Oh, that sounds brutal. <laughs> yeah, you do have to wonder, like, you didn't notice three leaves. That's kind of, that's a lot of leaves. Yeah, that is a lot. That is, that is cor- I mean, one leaf. Three leaves is a whore. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 what? No, no. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Oh, this one's crazy. Um, in college, I got locked out on my friend's roof for a few hours, so I was forced to take a poop off the roof, uh, which I think forced. I was like, really? There's, okay. There's no other option. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> okay. Although, well, I don't, well, we don't even have time, but I'm like, it's, that sounds scary. If you're holding your ass over the side. That does sound fall. scary. You know, I've always said that, not always, but, but, <laughs> but I love to say I've always said that. I've always said that. When somebody says something specific and I go, I've always said that, just kind of top them. <laughs> but um, I um, I I think that if I ever like would fall, was falling off a cliff, I hope I would remember to do this because I, I told myself if I ever fall off a cliff, I got to go my last words Whoa! and just make that noise like, i'm like Whoa! okay uh, sorry died doing what he loved making a weird little noise <laughs> committing to the bit <laughs> i'll edit that out <clears throat> just kidding I never weird will. little noise i never will um okay so um 
she she poops off the roof. It landed on the sidewalk along the side of the house. Later that evening, my ex-boyfriend, who I hate, mm. <laughs> showed up at the house for a party. Shortly after we said our hello, he noticed the poop sitting less than two feet away and inspected it to determine whether it was human or dog shit. And then in parentheses, they wrote, makes no sense. <laughs> Which I'm like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he took a big old whiff of my shit, and I got to witness it, the best revenge on an ex. <laughs> and then they wrote, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was he her ex at the time? Yeah, I think they were like out of like a mutual friends party. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'm that- assuming, yeah, she didn't take that much pleasure in her current partner's sniffing <laughs> but you know different strokes you know reese i think i have ibs because and i've i've been i've kept this under wraps as i'm saying it on a podcast <laughs> but recently i like shit a litmus test and and wh- what i mean by that is <laughs> i like Extrapolate. when i first the first like layer oh god of the poop was like little tiny pebbles and then it kind of slowly turned into like a solid totally. poop that was like kind of cracked but hard into like a normal healthy into like <clears throat> going the other side around into like a loose poop into like <laughs> diarrhea and i'm like the the range i have one but also like like this it's isn't like, right it's like when they cut a cliff and you can see like all the like different <laughs> ages of the rock and like. 100% 100% <laughs> Um, okay, I'll read, I'll read you one more. Let's see. Um, one time I was snooping around in my roommate's closet and found a bag full of diapers and a note from her boyfriend about his baby fetish. I vowed that was the last time I would ever snoop around on someone. (laughs) Oh my God. I hope the diapers were new. That is a fingers crossed moment. Um, what, you know... To me, that's almost encouraging me to snoop around. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are the secrets these people are holding? You know, because um, I was snooping around in my friend's room just the other day, mm-hmm. um, and walked in. She'd like just moved in. I go, I'm gonna see what's going on, how how the place is looking, and I find her um, Hitachi magic wand that's like the big, but you know, the, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. The kind you like plug into the wall, like, and it was like laying next to the outlet, covered in blood. <laughs> Oh my god. And I'm no. like, all right, I've seen my fair share. Well, you know those are like I think I, uh, uh, maybe Lisa Traeger. I, but I did hear from a stand up that those are like actually like really not supposed to be for your vagina. Like Well, they made them as like for your back or whatever, but it's like, come on, we're not using them. All right, back. right, right. But I've heard that it's like maybe bad down there, which It's I've tried I've not tried the one you plug into the wall. I've tried like something like that and i was like absolutely not i'd have to wear like jeans over <laughs> it, it was it well, was intense I, yeah i some people like it that is that was, i, I absolutely need, I, need no shame. I need like a gentle breeze blowing on me i, right, I, I, right. I need a very subtle like <laughs> totally totally <laughs> i need to be like like a train rolls by like two miles away like that's what i want and i can like feel it in my chair i'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, oh, the the perfect sex. Yeah. I want you to fuck me in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> just just dance a lot. Yeah. I I I wanted to be like like let's 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 get some neighbor. I want the, the neighbors to complain, and by that I want you to jump upstairs really hard so I can yeah. come. So, you know.
Our live story comes from Meg and Dirty. Uh, Meg is a Los Angeles-based comic. Um, you can find her writing in The New Yorker. And this was recorded in July of 2022. Here's Meg and Dirty. But we didn't mean to know anything Then we split away like Who else knew that Porto was in Portugal? Clap if... <laughs> <laughs> We're all learning geography was hard. So, hey, um, what's up, you guys? I'm actually uh, wearing this outfit on a date later tonight. You guys think it looks good? It's hard to tell these days, though, because everyone's so supportive. (laughs) Right? Like, last week, I wore this horrible yellow romper, and I asked my roommate how I looked, and she was like, you look amazing. I was like, really? And she was like, yes, you look so powerful. And I did look powerful, because I look like the sun, okay? I looked bad. She lied straight to my face. Um, Not great at it. Uh, Just to give you guys a picture, like, growing up, I was, like, kind of like a loser. Like, I used to sit in my room and write... Harry Potter fan fiction in mine, like, like that was my vibe, you know? One time my mom walked in on me writing fan fiction and I switched the tab to porn, because that shit ways are too explain, okay? Still not as cool as, I've still seen Marvel movies more times than I've had sex. You guys are like, wow, you have not had a lot of sex. No, there's just a lot of Marvel movies, okay? It's like 532, so. I'm actually a hoe, so I'll tell you guys my story. Okay, so my story takes place November 2017 in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Okay, it was like Trump era, Scorpio season, winter in Chicago, just all the negative elements, you know, (laughs) combined into one place. Um, I was living in San Francisco at this time. I was just there temporarily, but I was living in San Francisco and I was visiting Chicago to see my boyfriend, and we were gonna finally consummate our love, okay? Yeah, and it had been only a couple months, and I was like out of town a lot, you know, we still did like hand stuff, you know, we still did stuff, but we hadn't like fucked yet. But before we could fuck, I needed one ingredient, okay? So let me tell you about this ingredient. Um, all right, so you guys already know, I was kind of a loser growing up. Um, I also like had very conservative Indian parents, like they didn't even let me like watch sex, they like fast forward through the sex scenes, but they also didn't even like let me just like watch anyone make out, okay? One time there was just a commercial with two people making out. My dad changed the channel to like CNN's cover of Benghazi, okay? He was like, watch this instead, please. They didn't do it, they didn't know anything. I also didn't have a sex education, okay? I went to school in Virginia, I barely had an education, all right? I didn't know, I didn't know anything, I didn't know like anything. Like I thought menopause was a Pokemon, all right? That was my life. <laughs> I walked around as an adult. I also had, I never really had health insurance, and when I did get health insurance, it was terrible. Okay, it was terrible health insurance. My health insurance is still bad. Love in this country. Um, like, my psychiatrist is this, like, really old man, and he doesn't take Venmo or credit cards or checks. He only takes cash. Uh, one time he fell asleep while I was tell- telling him about uh, what I was going through, and then he still gave me drugs. Um, I think he was, like, around when the first DSM was being written, okay? This is how old it is. So that's my health insurance. Uh, so I never went to, like, a gynecologist, right? Like, I didn't... Never really think about sex. I never went to a gynecologist until the summer of 2017. I was like, all right, I need to know what's going on down here, okay? I can only afford one gynecologist, show up, office, right next to a pizza hut, okay? Already killing it, but San Francisco's expensive. Everyone needs roommates, all right? So I'm in there, and my uh, gynecologist is a man. 
okay? It's a male gynecologist, Dr. Ethan. All right, it's a dude in his 20s. First thing he says to me is, what's up? Uh, that's not what I want to hear from you, Ethan. Uh, not even a high balloon, he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, like we ran into each other in the hallway, you know? So Dr. Ethan is my gynecologist. I was like, all right, and, and you know what? Whatever, everyone can do whatever they want. I just think it's a little weird. It's like a straight man is trying to be, you know, like, it's not wrong, it's just weird, right? Like, it's like when there's 12 C's in a row on a Scantron. <laughs> it's not wrong, it's just sucks. Like, what's going on, you know? <laughs> so I'm in the thing. This is my first time, by the way, gynecologist. So I don't know what he's doing. I'm like, I hope this is right. Uh, hope I don't have to file a lawsuit later, you know? So I'm just on this thing, legs spread out. He's doing his thing. Everything's going smoothly. Afterwards, he goes, okay, um, so everything's good. And I was like, cool. And he's like, just wanted to let you know, you do have a medically tight vagina. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, yes, you have a very like narrow, tight vagina. And I didn't know what to say, and he goes, do you want a high five? <laughs> I was like, is that a good thing? And he's like, well, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> You know, he's like, it depends on who you ask. And I was like, is there something I could do about it? And he was like, no. But I think like the no, not with this health insurance bitch was implied, right? <laughs> I, was, I was just like processing. I didn't know anything about it. He was just like, but hey, just don't ever date a guy with a huge dick, okay? That's all, that was the only advice that he gave me. And I was like, okay. This is like, I didn't even know if this was real. I went home, Googled it found a Reddit chat, other people are going through <laughs> Same thing? Okay, so at, at, so at this point I'd only had the sex with two other people, and both of those times it had been like a little difficult because of my medically tied vagina. <laughs> Makes sense. So anyway, now November 2017, I need lube to have sex, okay? It's, I can't do it without it. So it's 2 a.m. Chicago winter, and, I'm, and my boyfriend and I are trying to fuck, and I'm like, first we need lube. So we decide to go to Walgreens, 24-7 Walgreens. Walk in, walk straight into the door, it's closed. There's a woman in there, she's laughing at us. <laughs> and so we knock, she ignores us, and we knock again, and she's like, can't you see we're closed? Like, we're stupid, like it doesn't say 24-7 Walgreens outside. So I was like, okay, I guess we can't go here. So, we, so my boyfriend says, it's okay, there's another Walgreens around the corner. And so, this is when I found out that everyone has a different definition of around the corner. Because <laughs> for me, around the corner is two blocks. This man made me walk 0.4 miles. <laughs> okay? It's winter in Chicago. It's 30 degrees. Okay? With wind chill, it feels like a negative thousand. Okay? There's just fucking snow, inches of snow just everywhere. Just like swept aside like my clothes in my room, you know? Just, we're just walking. Go to this other Walgreens. It's open, thank God. Go to the aisle. There's no loop. Okay, there's no loot, there's everything else. They have every condom, they have a pumpkin spice flavored condom, fucking Tamagotchis, but no loot. So now I'm on Reddit, like, okay, what's lube alternatives? There's a whole freaking chat. Someone's like, try olive oil. Someone else is like, I don't know, olive oil was bad. Someone else was like, olive oil gave me the best sex of my life. Somebody else was like, no, olive oil gave me like vaginal diarrhea. So I'm like, like, I don't know who to trust. Okay, these two people are going back and forth on the strand. One guy pops in and goes, try egg whites. No. And I'm like, I look at him and he's like, I have eggs. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. So then, 
So then I'm brainstorming, and this is when my savior, Lord, came through. Uh, Go Pop, you guys know what Go Pop is? Yeah, it's a very subtly named app. Uh, it's for snacks. If you're when, when you're really high, you want snacks, you want, I don't know, ice cream, you got on Go Pop. So I'm, I check, first I check Uber Eats, it's not in there. Uh, I check Go Puff. And the only thing that pops up is moist anal lube. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the screenshot of it still. I, moist anal lube pops up, they have it. So I'm like, all right, we gotta order it from this place. Order it, we also order a couple snacks to meet the yeah. <laughs> The lube was actually very cheap. Uh, we were like, we hope this is good and not just Vaseline, you know? But we get it, we walk back, we're waiting for it. The guy calls me, because it's, I guess at this point it's 2 a.m. He calls me, deepest voice I've ever heard in a man. So hot, okay? But if in any other situation, I would have been super turned on. Right? He calls me to confirm my order and he's like, uh, hey ma'am, I just want to confirm your order. I was like, yep. And he's like, uh, you got hot fries? <laughs> He's like, yes, and he goes, and you got Talenti Double Dark Chocolate Gelato? I'm like, yes, and he goes, and you got Moist Anal Lou? I'm like, yes, uh, yes sir, that's me. Uh, so we wait 40 minutes for this to arrive, and at this time, my boyfriend only lived in a house where it had like an alley next to it, and that's the only place a car could pull in. And I was like, well, I'm not going out there. So I send him out there, just wash through the window as I watch this like essentially seventh grade drug deal happen. There's exchanging bags. Come back in, and I know you guys are wondering, was the sex really good? And we did not have sex. And we watched Zero Dark Thirty and ate the ice cream and snacks and had sex the next morning. But go puff. Keep it going for that. Right. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Beckett Kenny. Follow me on Instagram at. Uh, Bucket Kenny, that's Bucket with two T's, K-E-N-N-Y. Um, and you can then also from there go to my link tree and follow me anywhere else. Please, the more the merrier live laugh love. Um, let's fight sunny side together. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.